Hi everyone, it's Jason, and welcome to the JC Weather Podcast. It's Thursday, November 19th, at about 7.45, and we've got mostly good news on the weather front. The weather's going to be getting a little warmer, and it looks like our hurricane season is basically slowing down, although we have some interesting statistics on this past season. So, we have a weak upper-level ridge basically over our region right now and surface high pressure offshore. And we're watching some upper-level moisture and warm invection starting to take hold. So, it is not going to be as cold tonight. This morning, we woke up. Many areas were below freezing. Some places were even in the teens out in the Pine Barrens. But tonight, it's only going to drop into the mid-40s. So, we're only going to be falling a few degrees It's also going to stay breezy, which will help keep the winds up. We'll see gusts over 30 miles per hour. And we're going to see this zonal flow establish itself really through the weekend. For Friday, we'll see mostly sunny skies with highs in the mid to upper 50s, and that's right around average. Saturday is our really warm day of this stretch, along with plenty of sunshine, we're looking for highs near 60 and morning lows just in the upper 40s. But temperatures are going to turn a little cooler on Sunday. Highs will back down to around 50 with morning lows in the upper 30s. We're going to watch clouds increasing through the day as we start to get an onshore flow and to frontal system approaches. We might get a few showers by the evening. Now, the Atlantic hurricane season is finally coming to a close. It actually ends on the 30th of November. We're still watching a couple more disturbances. We have this broad area of low pressure in the southwest Caribbean right now. It's near the coast of Panama. We thought a few days ago this was a prime candidate to become our next system, which would have been Kappa. But shower and storm activity is really greatly diminished. The National Hurricane Center is no longer expecting this to develop. We're watching a non-tropical area of low pressure right now in between the Bahamas and Bermuda. It might gradually develop some subtropical characteristics, but it's going to be moving north and east. It doesn't look like it's really going to bother anyone and it only has about a 20% chance of developing. So we're not expecting anything life-threatening, and thank goodness we've had enough of this hurricane season. And I want to talk to you about another record that this season set. It contained 10 tropical cyclones that met the category for having rapidly intensified. This ties with the year 1995, That criteria for rapid intensification means a wind speed increase of 35 miles per hour or more in 24 hours. If we look at IOTA just a few days ago, it doubled that criteria. It increased its wind speed by 70 miles per hour over the course of a day. Delta actually strengthened more rapidly than any other storm this season. It increased its wind speed by 85 miles per hour over the course of a day and went from a tropical depression to a Category 4 hurricane in just 36 hours. So what allowed all that to happen exactly? Well, we needed warm temperatures to be extremely warm. Specifically, we look for 86 degrees Fahrenheit. And that warm water also has to be relatively deep. Often waves churn up colder water from the surface. 
Also, we're looking for wind shear that needs to be low so that the system circulation doesn't get disrupted. And we had both of these conditions widespread through the Atlantic this season. We also want to talk about hot towers. These are a little less understood, but they play a big role in the rapid intensification of a storm. We look at the circulation in its eye wall, and we look at thunderstorms that have these overshooting tops that reach into the stratosphere. We also see that during severe weather season with supercells. So we call these towers hot because of the large amount of latent heat they release as the water vapor condenses into liquid and then freezes into ice as it goes into the stratosphere. And that releases heat and creates what we call a positive feedback loop. And that gives the cyclone even more energy for additional strengthening. So when we see these overshooting tops on satellite in the eye wall of a hurricane, we start to be concerned about rapid intensification. I'm Jason, and thank you for listening. You can find out more at jcmeteorologicalservices.com or on Facebook at JCNYC Weather, New York City and Long Island.